My name is Lincoln. Thanks for joining me once again. You're listening to That's the Truth. Coming right up is the audio recording of one of our live stream services from the House of God here in Montreal. You can watch the video recording on our Facebook page, Linked with God. That's L-I-N-K-E-D, with God. Or you can head on over to our YouTube channel, That's the Truth. If you have trouble finding that page, go to youtube.com, enter That's the Truth in the search bar, click on the filter button, which you'll see a little lower to the left of the search bar, then click on the channel button where you'll see the Bible icon that identifies our channel, That's the Truth, and that should appear right on top of the list. Click on the Bible icon where you'll then have access to all of our teachings on video. Please share these links with your friends and family so they too can be blessed with the Word of God as you are receiving it right now. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Well, let's get right to it. Get your Bibles. There's a lot to read because God has a lot to say to us. Directly from the Word of God, you're listening to That's the Truth. free today. Thank God I'm free. Amen. My burdens are laid down. If they're not laid down, where well, you're in the right place, the right time with the right people, the right help. Praise God. Amen. To lay your burdens down. Hallelujah. I hope you're on your feet. This is music that gets you up, gets you dancing, gets you shouting, gets you serving God. Hallelujah. Because he has made a way for me. Praise God. I thank God for that today. Hallelujah. Blessed be his holy name. Praise God. Glory, glory. I've come to glorify my God. Amen. As our sister was singing, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Amen. I trust that you have the same uh, confession, the same testifying, the same shouting, the same victory today to say glory, glory. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. I don't walk the way I used to walk. I don't talk the way I used to talk. My friends don't treat me like they used to. Amen. I've laid my burdens down. The burden of sin, sickness, the world, darkness. Praise God. Amen. No longer, but Jesus Christ is in me. Hallelujah. His name. Say the name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's get the devil mad. The Bible says the devils tremble at that name. Let's make the devil tremble. Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus. Praise God. Put your hands together and let's rejoice. Praise God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Laid my burdens down. Praise God. The weight, the sin which doth easily beset. Praise God. Amen. I'm free because Jesus Christ has made me free and he has made me free indeed. Hallelujah. Blessed be his holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's be thankful. Let's pray in this, in this atmosphere that has been created. Thank God for the anointing which is here in the house of God in Montreal. We're coming to you live. But as we enter into your homes via this, this technology, I thank God we can make a difference. Praise God. Amen. You may see a couch or a chair or a table, or maybe you're out on the balcony somewhere, or you're driving in your car listening. Wherever you look around and say, this is a little bit strange. But the Bible says where there are two or three gathered together in my name, it doesn't say you have to be in the house of God. You can be in your kitchen, in your bedroom, in your basement, as long as you're together. So wives, get your husbands. Husbands, get your wives. Be together. Be one. 
Praise God. Amen. Children, mom and dad, get your children, children, grandpa, grandma, come together in the name of Jesus. Praise God. In a moment or two, I'll look at the comments. I'll welcome you all there. But if there's people commenting already, welcome your brother and sister as you would as if you were assembled together. Praise God. I don't know who's listening. I don't see the screen in front of me. But whoever's listening, say, hey, sister, so th- sister, good to see you. Brother, hey, brother, praise God. If, even if you just know them by name, if you don't know them by face or much, praise God, then go ahead and greet your brothers and sisters in the name of the Lord. Amen. Let's make an atmosphere that is unto God. Praise God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Martin, Gloria, Emma Grace, Barbara, Pascal, my sister Louis, all the way from central Newfoundland. The first names I mentioned, they're all from Quebec. Quasi from Edmonton. Carrie Lynn. Amen. Good to see you. Cosmo, Cosmo, we're back in Montreal. Amen. I trust that Anthony and Michael are with you. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Ben, we got Yorkton going. Praise God. Hallelujah. Some of the names I can't read. So Kingston, there we are. Wendy. Amen. My sister, good to see you. Patiani as well. Kevin, now we're going to Newfoundland. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Jennifer from Winnipeg, I trust that summer, praise God, Mercedes is with you as well, your mom and dad too, amen, blessings, praise God, so here we go, share the link, get some people, I'm about to pray in 30 seconds, so share this link, get some people online, blessed be the name of the Lord, is there more, amen, praise God, Caden, Kenia, Tania, Kina, there we go, amen, Sister Maxine from Central Newfoundland, glad to have you with us, sister, praise God, amen, are you ready to pray, 30 seconds, share this link, amen, so others can come and join us, praise God, hallelujah, and if there's more names, we'll get to more names in a moment or two, praise God, I did, I think I greeted the saints in Yorkton, praise God, good to see you, my brother, I hope your twin sisters are listening as well, amen, hallelujah, Jessica and Jackie, amen, shout unto, unto the Lord, Praise God. And my brother, Paul, praise God. Hallelujah. It's good, amen, to be gathered together in the name of Jesus. We have something to be thankful for. Praise God. Amen. Apparently, Rimby Saints are driving in a vehicle, so we don't want anybody texting and driving. Just you can listen and drive. So the blessing, praise God, for my sister and my my brothers and sisters from Rimby. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're going to pray. Heavenly Father. Lord, if there's anybody on the road right now praying for protection, whether they're going north, east, whatever direction it is, protect them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Those of us who are found in the comfort of our homes, praise God, the few of us that are gathered together here in Montreal, in the house, house of the Lord, I thank God for that promise that each and every one of us are a partaker of today. Two or three gathered together in my name, Jesus said, I shall be there. I will be there, praise God. I will be with them. And I thank God that we can walk in that promise today. Praise God. We're not alone. Hallelujah. There may not be many. Praise God. But I thank God there's a few. Praise God. Many called, but few chosen. Thank God to be chosen today amongst those. Praise God. You have not chosen me is what Jesus said. But I have chosen you. My Father has made that choice. And I thank God today to be within the choice of our Heavenly Father. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Praise God. Praying for the saints in Seba Beach. Pray the blessing of the Lord upon that household right now in the name of Jesus as we come together for the word of God. Hallelujah. Thank God for this week that we've had. If we go by what's on the television, not good news. But if we go by what's in our heart, it's good news. The report which we have received, the word of God. And I thank God for it today, praise God, that we have 
Amen. The freedom and the liberty in this country to walk with the Bible. Praise God. I can show this Bible right up. Amen. We can zoom into the Word of God. Amen. And see the Word of God, the truth, praise God, in our hands today. We live in a blessed country. No matter about COVID, people dying of heart attacks, people dying of accidents, people dying of whatever the sad thing is. They're dying without a Savior. They're dying without their, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But I pray today that this message, the next two hours, will make a difference in the lives of all those listening, praise God. The Word of God, as it comes forth out of my mouth today, I pray it will find its way into good ground right now in the name of Jesus, praise God. There'll be souls repenting, calling upon God for mercy, praise God. I thank God we can make a difference here on earth as it is in heaven as we do the will of God, the will of our Father in heaven, praise God. As we get ready to receive from what you have prepared for us today, Lord, I pray that our ears will be open to hear, our eyes will be open to see, and our hearts will be open to receive the Word of God as it is sown, as it is preached, as it is being ministered to my brothers and sisters. Pray It will be a blessing. It will be a comfort. Hallelujah for the Holy Ghost, that comforter that can be in us. Know you not that you're the temple, praise God. Thank God today. Praise God. In us, Christ in you is the hope of glory, the Holy Ghost, which is in this temple today in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world, whatever the circumstances are. We stand in victory, having done all to stand. We stand therefore, praise God. In the liberty wherewith Jesus Christ has made us free, not again to be entangled with the yoke of bondage, praise God. But I thank God today that all my brothers and sisters, from the very youngest to the oldest person listening in the name of Jesus, praise God. We'll be able to walk in that freedom today. Hallelujah. The blessing, praise God, of your word, the blessing of your promise. It belongs to us. It belongs to my brothers and sisters. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, praise God. Keep your hands up. If your hands are up, if they're not, put them up unless you're driving. Put your hands up and thank God. If you're not driving, if you're co-pilot, put your hands up. Pray for the driver. Pray for the passengers in your house. Put your hands up and thank God for it. While I'm on my balcony, my neighbors might see me. Good. They'll look up. They'll say, what are they pointing to? And they'll look up. Perchance they see the face of God. Look up from whence cometh your help. Show people where they need to look. They need to look up. Not channel whatever. They need to look to God. In the name of Jesus, praise God. Hallelujah. Those in front of me in this place today, put your hands up and pray. Thank God. Hallelujah. All the days of my life, I'm thankful, thankful, thankful. Praise God. We've got a lot to be thankful. When I think of his goodness, we have a lot. My list is long because God has been good to me. Hallelujah. When I think of his goodness and all that he's done. Hallelujah. Praise God. All that he's done. All that he's done. Thank you, Jesus. Another 30 seconds before we change the order of the service. Thank God. I've come to glorify his name. I've come to lift him up. Hallelujah. Unless the Son of Man be lifted up, lift up Jesus. Say Jesus. Make the devil tremble. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. How sweet is that name. Power in that name. Authority in that name. Healing in the name of Jesus. Victory in the name of Jesus. Praise God. I've got every reason to say Jesus. Not in vain, but to proclaim the name. Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus died for you and I. Hallelujah. Blood shed for the redemption of our sins. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Lord, I pray that every kitchen, every living room, every veranda, bedroom, basement, garage, wherever they're at in their cars, I don't care if they're on the golf course or if they're walking the trails, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that people will be glorifying you right now today in the name of Jesus. They'll put everything down, put their golf clubs down, put their books down, put their dishes down, put their tools down, put whatever they're doing down. Because they need to use their two hands to clap. They need to use their hands to lift them up. They need to use their feet to dance, Lord, in Jesus' name. That you, be give, that you receive glory, that you receive honor, that you receive all the praise. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank God for this time that we have to praise you on the organs, to praise you on the stringed instruments, to praise you on the cymbals, on the high-sounding cymbals, that we can make a noise. The Bible says to make a noise, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. And this is unto you. This is unto you. Hallelujah. Thank God for your word. Bless every word as we get ready to open and receive in the name of Jesus. Thank God for all those joining me, maybe for the first time, maybe for the 100th time. Thank God for every single one of them in the name of Jesus. Spirit of God, amen. Be with me, be in me, guide me, shape, mold my lips in the name of Jesus that the words come forth in excellence. Represent the truth, represent the gospel, claiming souls in the name of Jesus before thy kingdom come, before it's too late, before Jesus. We see Jesus in the sky in the name of Jesus. Those dragging their feet that they get up in Jesus' name right now, repent of their sins. Do away with darkness right now in the name of Jesus. Maybe our daughter, maybe our son, maybe the, the neighbor or employees, whoever it is, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Spirit of the living God, be upon those people in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Well, Lord, I pray these things, giving you thanks, giving you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor. In Jesus' name I pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Some of you can use the comment section to testify. Greet your brothers and sisters into the house of the Lord, if you would, in a spiritual sense. Praise God. I've never met them before. Well, meet brother so-and-so, meet sister so-and-so. Praise God. Amen. You see their names if they're commenting. Bless them. Hallelujah. You want to be blessed? Well, write an amen in the comment section. Praise God. Say, here I am. We're listening. Praise God. Let me know where you're listening from as well. Praise God that I can know who's tuned in. I want to get people all across this country, all across this nation to be blessed with the Word of God. So share this link. Get people listening. Remind them. Say, hey, it's time to go to church. Hallelujah. We're self-isolating. We're restricted. We can't travel so much, but you can turn on the internet and receive the preaching, the anointing of the Holy Ghost through the Word of God. In Jesus' name, praise God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I got some more names coming my way. Amen. My brother John and Linda from Silver Hills. There we go. You got to love that name, Silver Hills. Next stop is Streets of Gold. Amen. John and Linda living in the Silver Hills. Next thing is Streets of Gold. Good to see you, my brother and sister. Praise God. Tanya, Fort uh, Edmonton now. Tanya and Jeff, I trust you there. Kylie as well. Blessed be the name of the Lord. My sister Lucy, praying for you. Amen. Get up. Walk out of that. Praise God. Give you some walking feet and some walking legs. Hallelujah. Good to see you, Sonia. Amen. Gary, praise God. I trust you with your wife. Hallelujah. And Joshua, praise God. 
Blessed be the name of the Lord. My sister Betty and Roy, good to see you. Tyler, praying for you. Praise God. Christina as well. In Jesus' name, blessed be his holy name. Going back to central Newfoundland. Amen. My sister Emily Collins. Hey, hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. I thank God for all of you. I welcome all of you in the presence, hallelujah, of our living God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So if you're ready to sit down, you can go ahead and sit down. You got those comfy seats, couches and armchairs and lazy boys, and I'll be on my feet for the next hour and a half. But get comfortable. Get the Word of God. This is what you need in your hands. Get it? We're going to start reading very shortly. Get the Word of God. Open it up. Praise God. My name is Lincoln. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for allowing me this privilege, the blessing, to come into your house. Praise God. With the joy of the Lord. With the Word of God especially. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. I've got salvation in my hands today, praise God. So I thank God for it. In about three minutes, we're going to get into the book of Hebrews. Hallelujah. I'm delighted and blessed once again by the Spirit of the living God to have this opportunity to come into your homes with the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So if you share this link, you'll help me preach the gospel. If you follow, I think that's the right term, if you follow us on YouTube or on Facebook, uh, again, it helps me preach the gospel, and you're doing your part as well. You're out there, praise God, um, spreading the word of God. Hallelujah. I'm going to give you a few links. What was dubbed from my brother John as links, links. Here are links, links. That's the truth. Their YouTube channel. These videos will replay, and I think the quality is a little better as well. Uh, we're not live on YouTube yet. We're working there. We're getting, we'll eventually get there. That's the truth. We're on, I'm on radio. This ministry preaches on radio 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's like nonstop preaching. If you go to live365.com, those are numbers, L-I-V-E-365.com. In the search bar, type in, that's the truth. You'll see a little Bible icon. You click on that, and the preaching, it, there's preaching. There's, very, there's only a few seconds of music that introduces each sermon, each teaching. And um, there was preaching around the clock, so you can listen to it. Fall asleep. I don't care if I preach to you, if I preach you to sleep at night. That's the best way to fall asleep. You don't have to count sheep. You are a sheep. Praise God. So put the preaching on, go to sleep. You wake up with the preaching, the word of God, and it'd be a blessing to your souls. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you make over, if you go on over to our podcast site, www.tttpodcast.life, there's uh, over a hundred hours of preaching. And then, our, then all the links are there as well. The Facebook link, the YouTube link. Well, you're on Facebook right now. The YouTube link is there. So praise God. I thank God for that blessing. And for all, the, all of those, all of you who are tuned in, amen. Welcome in the name of the Lord. Do you have your Bibles? Are you getting ready to receive of the Word of God? We're going into the book of Hebrews. If you've noticed the title at the top of the page, this is the second installment, if you would, or part two of Faith Moves Forward. And a subtitle today, or part two, would be weak in the faith or strong in the faith. It's either or. You're either weak in faith or strong in faith. So I didn't know there was strong faith and there was weak faith. That's why we're going to read. We're going to find out about that. Hallelujah. Praise God. I just want to double check something on the sound. Praise God. To make sure we're coming to you as clear as possible. Looks good from here. Hallelujah. So, so we're on part two of faith moves forward, which means... We're busy doing something. Jesus said, occupy, so we've got to find something to do. And I'm not talking about sitting in your chair with a remote control in your hand. I'm talking about the Word of God in your hand, 
all truth. Praise God. Let me see if I can get this to work for me. That'll help. Praise God. Amen. As, as others show up, praise God that they be blessed with the word of God. Hallelujah. Blessed be his holy name. Praise God. So part two, as I said, weak in faith, strong in faith. This is what we're going to look at today. Um, a recap. So what do we do when we read um, last week? We read from Hebrews chapter 3. And we read two verses in Hebrews chapter 4. I'm not going to repeat what I read in Hebrews chapter 3. But the last it, verses, now we need to take heed and therefore fear. We're going to look at that in verse 1. As we, and we looked at this last week in detail, so I don't want to go into that. We've got, I've got enough scripture and enough things that have to be ministered today for, unto the glory of God. So we've got to move on. We look at those who received the promise in the wilderness. I asked you a question last week, how many people received the promise? Rather, how many people were given the promise and versus how many people received the promise? How many people missed the promised land because of unbelief? Their hearts were hardened and their mouths were muted. So, and then when you look at this land today, I'll step out of scripture for a second or two. I saw this coming where they're going to dictate, they shut your church down, they're going to dictate how we're going to have church. Now they're already saying, we're going to let the church open, but there'll be no singing. The first thing that came to my mind, by the rivers of Babylon, yea, we sat. They want to take away our song. They want to take our worship. Oh, if you open your mouth, you're going to spread some germs. Well, the devil is a liar. So believe what you want to believe, but that's the devil trying to shut us down. They're, they're, right now they're forsaking the assembly. And now they say, oh, we'll let you go back together. Just like Pharaoh. Yeah, we'll let you go for two, three days, but then you come back and leave your kids and leave all your goods here too. Uh, when I serve God, I serve God with the fullness, with everything that is in me. All, amen? Let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. I will bless the Lord with all my soul and all that is within me. Hallelujah. So now they want to send us to church, but you can't sing. So hardened hearts and muted mouths. We looked at this last week. We looked at how we are to speak and, put our, and get into action for the word of God to work. We need, it needs cooperation. We need to cooperate with what thus saith the Lord. From weak to strong, from sick to healed, from cursed to blessed, from rich to poor, from an unbeliever to a believer. This is what faith will do. Faith is now. Hope is, well, I'm hoping. Maybe one day down the street somewhere, around the corner. Amen. If it's not now, it's not faith. We looked at that last week. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Our faith is blocked because of the lack of knowledge. We read this. Your lack of learning will block, will hinder your faith. So now today, when we come into part two, we're going to look at examples of what solid, good, strong, biblical faith is. Strong faith. Today we determine whether your faith is strong or weak. And what do we do with our faith? Praise God. So get ready to read. I'm going to find two verses that I read last week in Hebrews chapter 12. Sorry, Hebrews chapter 4. Verse 1 and 2. 30 seconds we're going to be reading. Praise God. Have any others joined us? Or I saw, amen, my sister Carol from Edmonton. Hallelujah. And if I overlook your names, then take over some of the responsibility and welcome your brother and your sister. Praise God. Double shout out goes to my sister, Ruby. Somehow, I, after the fact, I see your name. It shows up all over the place. But when I'm here thanking and greeting people, 
your name is not on the screen, so now it comes to my memory. Amen. Double shout out because I missed you last week and probably the week before, but I've got you this week. Amen. My sister Ruby, praise God. I trust you're with us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Hello to Mike Dustin. Amen. Christine from Fort Saskatchewan. Praise God. Thank God. Hallelujah. Praise God. My sister Kathy from Kitchener. So now we got, we got Silver Hills, we've got Kitchener, and more than likely Cambridge is there as well in, in the region of Ontario. Amen. So it's such a blessing to be able to cover all this land and all this, hallelujah, territory, praise God, as we get ready to receive from God and the Word of God. Praise God. The Word of the, the truth, the Bible, which is in your hands today. Praise God. I read all the names? Okay. Because I feel bad when I go home afterwards. I go, oh, my brother was there. Oh, my sister was there. I want to welcome you. Praise God. We do that often in service. We greet one another in the Lord. Hallelujah. So now we can do that via technology. Praise God. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Hallelujah. I'm going to read two verses, and that's all I'm going to reread that we read last week. Last week, we read Hebrews chapter 3, verses 7 to 11, an Old Testament example. Now I'm going to begin reading in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 1. It says, let us therefore fear lest a promise being left us. I want the promises. God says, one of the promises of God, you won't be the tail, you'll be, made, you'll be the head. I don't want to be at the end. I want to be the bottom of the barrel. I don't want to be scraping leftovers. I want the blessings of God. I want the blessings of Abraham. We're going to spend a lot of time looking at Abraham today and the example that he is for you and I through the scriptures. So, lest the promise be left us, I'm reading Hebrews 4, verse 1. Any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit. I want a profitable word. I don't want to waste my time. If you're not going to believe what you're reading, you may as well go do something else. Go kick a soccer ball in the backyard. You'll be more profit getting some sun. Even if it's raining, it'll be more profitable. You'll get some fresh air. I'm trying to think of the benefits. But if you believe the Word of God, as I read it, as, I, as you read it, as you hear it, as we read in Hebrews chapter 4, It says, the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. So they heard it, just like you're hearing me today. You can hear the word of God, but is it being mixed with faith? Are you adding to your faith? Are you adding, you know, what do we do? Therefore, when you read the first, let us therefore fear. Something happened to them, and the same thing can happen to you. This is what the writer in Hebrews is giving us today. This is the teaching that we're receiving. Just because it happened to them doesn't mean you're exempt. You have the same unbelief, the same fear, the same doubt, the same lack of enthusiasm. It will happen to you. God is not a respecter of persons. This has nothing to do with a nationality. It has nothing to do with a nation. It has nothing to do with a place or, or, or where you're at or geometrical point on the surfaces of the earth. It has nothing to do with it. It has nothing to do with your GPS. It has to do with you personally. Someone saying me. This is about me. All the names I mentioned... This, is nothing, this has nothing to do, I'm not pointing anybody out, I won't say anybody's name, 
But all the names I mentioned, this has everything to do with you, everything to do with me today. Hallelujah. I'm glad today God is delivering a message. It's not to my neighbor, it's to me. I've got ears to hear. Do you have ears to hear? Do you hear what God is saying unto the church? Like I said, how many people received the promise? They all received the promise. They were all given the promise, I should say. They all received, they could, they, but how many people actually lived it? How many people actually experienced it from that generation? Two. Thank God for Joshua. Thank God for Caleb. Fine examples. Hang on to what was promised them. And when it came time to receive what God had promised them, I don't know what they did for 40 years, but they didn't give up that faith. I don't know if they got up every morning looking at that promise, saying, that promise is mine, coming. The Bible says, for ye walk by faith and not by sight. Now what is walking? Watch me walk. Left foot, right foot. Left foot, right foot. We've walked, every one of us has walked so often, we don't even think left, right, left, right. I'm even counting backwards. The left, right, left, right. There we go. Get this right. We have walked so much, we don't even think we can walk, we can run. We don't think about placing the left foot in front of the right. It doesn't matter if it's dark, you have a flashlight or whatever. We're so accustomed to walking. What's walking? That's works. If you don't walk, you don't get anywhere. What is the title of this teaching? Faith moves forward. You put one foot in front of the other. The steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. I've got somewhere to go. Run with patience the race which is set before you. Why sit we here and die? Four lepers woke up with that thought one morning. That's a good thought to have. If we stay, we're going to die. Let's see what's down the road. Because if we stay, we're going to die anyways. We know death is imminent. It's going to happen. It's, it's, there we are. We're going to die. So they got up and took some steps. And that's all God needed to work with. Somebody on the move. Faith moves forward. As I said, today we're going to find out, we're going to determine whether your faith is weak or whether it's strong. And it doesn't matter if you say, well, maybe it's somewhere in the middle. Well, you listen, stay tuned for the next one hour or however long the Holy Ghost has me going here. And your faith, doesn't matter if it's down here, it's going to move up to here. Doesn't matter if it's here, you're going to get, it's going to, you're going to move on up. That you grow in the grace and in the knowledge. Like I said, lack of knowledge hinders your faith. Why is that? Because we need to confess. We looked at this last week. What's in your heart? What's in your mind? It's got to come out of your mouth. So you put something in your heart that's going to come out of your mouth and do you some good. Hallelujah. Talking in vain or muttering. They muttered in the wilderness. Murmured is the King James word. They murmured in the wilderness for 40 years. What should have taken them two weeks took them 40 years. Because of unbelief is what the Bible says. This is what we looked at last week. So what do we do with faith? That we receive faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So as we get this faith, this afternoon, we looked at a scripture verse last week. Jesus says, when you talk to that mountain, let's take the few seconds it's going to take to reread this. In John I said I wasn't going to repeat anything that I read last week, but let me find that scripture as I put it aside. It's in here somewhere. I've got a long list of things to read. 
Some of you know where it's at. You can put it up in the uh, comments section. I read it. Amen to my brothers and sisters in French. Maybe that's why I read it in French. It's not there. I'm going to double check. And if not, I'm going to get my passages in French. Because it's important that we read this. Mark. There it is. That's why I couldn't find it. In Mark chapter 11. You know what? Before we get to Mark chapter 11, I'm going to switch some things around. Romans. That's what happened to my notes. Just before coming out here, I was reading in Romans this morning. I said, this needs to be added. Romans chapter 4. Faith moves forward. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Jesus said, have faith in God. We read that last week. Without faith, is it, it is impossible to please God. We read that last week. Whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Romans 14.23. We read that last week. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. You want to see them? Put your faith to work. We looked at this last week. Now we're going to go into greater detail. In Romans chapter 4, I begin reading from the 11th verse. We're going to talk about Abraham, or Paul is writing to the Roman church. About Abraham, Romans chapter 4. And then we're going to jump into Mark 11. Romans chapter 4, verse 11, and he received the sign of circumcision. This was Abraham. A seal of the righteousness of the faith, which he had yet being uncircumcised. So Paul here is making a point. He says, circumcised or uncircumcised, this promise, the covenant of God, it's for you. It doesn't matter what, what your background is or where you're coming from. Paul is proving a point here, but he goes in deeper when he says that he might be the father of all them that believe. Are we believers today? Though they be not circumcised, they believe, but they're not circumcised in the flesh. We're talking in, in the flesh. That righteousness might be imputed unto them also. Now, now find out, let's find out what, the, what comes with the also. And the father of circumcision, to them who are not of the circumcision only, but who also, here comes the also, also walk. Are you walking by faith? Not by sight? I already, already quoted that scripture. I already said we're walking. Hallelujah. If you need to get up off your, off your couch or off your, your armchair or whatever, your lawn chair, get up and walk. Walk around. Hallelujah. I like the way the King James write this, writes this. It says, but who also walk in the steps of that faith. I have that word underlined in my text, the word that we're talking about a certain kind of faith. It says, but who also, okay, we're talking about the father of circumcision. And look at all the blessings that Abraham, but it says, thank God for Abraham. Thank God for that example. But as we read this, he says, but, even, I, I didn't put the but in that, but even, that, this is King James. It's there. B-U-T. Thank God for holy buts. But 
who also walk in the steps of that faith. What faith? Of our father Abraham, which he had being yet uncircumcised. Verse 16, Romans 4. Therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. To the end, the promise might be sure. Today, when you come across a promise, make it sure. I want to give you this assurance that you can have this positive uh, thinking, this positive reaction, this positive acceptance. Not only that you accept what I give, but you will receive this promise. The promise might be sure to all the seed. That's you and me. Not to them only which are of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Now let's find out Abraham's faith, verse 19. And being not weak in the faith, like I said today, weak in the faith or strong in the faith? Faith in motion, faith moves. Faith makes me get up. Hallelujah. Not being weak in the faith, Abraham considered not his own body now dead. Why? Because he was about 100 years old. Neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb, even though she wasn't 100, 10 years younger. Listen to verse 20. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. Oh, Told you, you got to believe. Where are the believers? Any believers today listening? Not staggering. When you're weak, you have trouble standing. When you're weak, you want to lean. When you're weak, you can't walk. The Bible says walk by faith. It doesn't say stagger in your faith. Mixed up because of religion, mixed up because of rituals. I stagger because of two immutable things. What do I have in my hand? This does not change. Again, do you know it's 2020? Of course I know it's 2020. Well, you're reading something way back, you know, 2,000 years ago. That's all right. Because I serve, not only do I serve a living God, I serve an eternal God. God is eternal, which makes his word eternal. Culture may change, society may change, but God does not change. The same yesterday, today, and forever. That's the promise that we have from his son, Jesus Christ. Heaven and earth shall pass, but the words which I speak unto you, they shall not pass away. I'm reading something which, was, which is, it's eternal. It was there in the beginning was the word. The word was with God, and the word was God. Hallelujah. This is what I'm handling today. Know and understand. Realize what's in your hands today. And serve God with a blessing, praise God, because of what is written. What has, as it is written. Read what, how many times did Jesus say, as it is written? They'd come to him with some complaints and some religious, whatever, their religiosity comments and complaints or whatever. It is written, as it is written. When he wouldn't quote, one time he stepped down, he stooped down on the ground, and he began to write with his hand, as it's written. Gave us some writing. So when you read this, amen, this, I, I apply this to my life, and it gives me the victory over the devil. It gives me the victory over whatever I need the victory. Right now, we need victory over COVID. We need to get back to school. We need to get back to work. 
I'm just seeing if any of the young kids are groaning, oh, I'm going to go back to school. No, we need to get back to school. We need to get back to work. We need to get back to our activities. We need to get back to preaching, to traveling, to evangelizing, to saving souls. We need victory over COVID. We need victory, whatever it is. Jesus said, have faith in God. We have, we have this in writing. Abraham didn't, Abraham didn't walk around with a New Testament in his back pocket. And he didn't even walk around with an Old Testament. Moses hadn't showed up yet. All he had was faith in God. And he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. I'm in verse 20, Romans chapter 4. But he was strong in the faith. So be, he, not, he was not weak in the faith, verse 19. He was strong in the faith. Someone say strong in the faith. Someone say I am strong. Well, I'm not sure. No, let the weak say that I am strong. Weak in the faith? Don't confess I'm weak in the faith. I don't have any faith. It's impossible. Without faith, it's impossible. Please, God, so you better get some faith. You need faith. I need faith. And the Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. So there's your weak faith, strong faith. Now you confess. I don't care how big your faith is or how much faith you got. Oh, ye of little faith, no faith or whatever. Confess it today. I am strong. Let the weak say, I am strong. Begin to confess what thus saith the Lord. And being fully persuaded, verse 21, that what he had promised, what God has promised, he is able to perform. That's verse 21. He staggered not at the promise of God. People are blaming God. They say, I don't see God move. I ask God for something. I don't know. It's not showing up, and I don't, can't figure things out. And, and all of a sudden, it's like God's asleep. No, God doesn't sleep, the Bible says. He doesn't slumber. He's not on a vacation somewhere. It's up to you and I to step up to the plate. Jesus says, have faith in God. We're going to look at this. Mark chapter 11 and the 22nd verse. Jesus answers them, and he says, have faith in God. I'm not weak. No weak faith. I'm strong in the faith. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Hallelujah. Praise God. Wendy says hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah, sister. Praise God. God gets the glory. Amen. Like I mentioned earlier, I mean, from, from weak to strong, from blessed, or rather from cursed to blessed, from sick to I am healed, from poor to rich, from an unbeliever to a believer. Amen. Some of you, you've made this progress. You've made this trend. It doesn't stop here. Amen. God's got more for us. Amen. God did, like I said, God didn't put us on this earth to be a tail, be scraping the bottom of the barrel, running around leftovers to eating, eating pig's cob in a barn. The Bible says when he came to himself, he says, the servants in my father's house eat better than what I'm eating. Let me go back to where the blessing of God is. Some of you need to come back to where the blessing of God will be in your life, for your life. Hallelujah. This is the faith. That faith, verse 12 in Romans 4. Walk in the steps of that faith. Walk by faith, not by sight. My steps are ordered of the Lord. I'm going to look at Abraham. The blessings of Abraham are promised to all his generations. We are of the children of Israel. We are the children of Abraham. And we are blessed. His posterity is blessed. I am part of that posterity. I'm not outside the gate. I'm inside. And that blessing belongs to you and I. 
So that's the confess. Let the weak say. Begin to confess. Well, I don't know. My preacher told me, you know, if you're sick, if you got some pain, if you go around saying I'm healed, you're a liar. No, you're not. Preacher needs to get another job. Because the Bible says, let the weak say I am strong. So the Bible's not teaching me to be a liar. The Bible's not teaching me to lie. The Bible's teaching me how to confess. The Bible's teaching me what to profess. The Bible's teaching me what to proclaim. And the Bible is teaching me what to say when I need to say it. Last week I said Bible confession is never wrong. Bible's reciting what, it, what you confess, what you profess. Bible profession will never be wrong. I saw that in the comments when I went home last Sunday night. Put it up again. It's worth it. Last summer, somebody gave me a t-shirt, God's words or no words. Or was that two summers ago? I forget. And where are my t-shirt? People say, what's that? What's that mean? It's, it means exactly what it means. God's word, always right. Man's word, well, good luck. Here's something Jesus said, Mark chapter 11, verse 22. Jesus says, he answers them and he says, have faith in God. He doesn't say to try to have. He doesn't say you should have. He just says, have faith in God. I know about the Ten Commandments, but this is like another commandment. When you read it, Mark chapter 11, verse 22, Jesus answering, saith unto them, have faith. Have faith. So I'm going to repeat what the Bible is telling me. I'm going to confess Bible. Have faith in God. Now listen, verse 23 says, For verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall say, very important, say unto this mountain. I know my brother and sister are from Silver Hills, but they're not really hills. They're just like no mountains. I don't think any of us have a mountain to move. But if you have, if you got to move your finances, take your wallet or your purse book or your pocketbook out, put it on the table in front of you, put it in front of you. Start talking. Jesus says, talk to the mountain. Well, I can talk to my wallet. Say, well, my wallet's in pretty good shape. When I go to the ATM, I'm embarrassed. I'm not talking about my brother Ben who fixes ATMs. I'm talking about when you go and the ATM says, do you want the um, balance? That's what I'm looking for. Do you want a balance? And the balance is so low or it's negative, you just say, no, I don't want a balance. Start talking to your balance. So that when the ATM says, do you want a balance? If you don't mind, I want a balance that will glorify God. I want a balance that will allow me to serve my God. I want a balance that will allow me to give, an allowance that will allow me to tithe, and not an allowance that will make me upset. So talk to your balance. You had trouble in your refrigerator? Talk to, your fr talk to the fridge. Amen? Talk to you. Like I said, I don't think we have any mountains. Some people in Alberta, you can see the mountains, majestic they are, but they're fine where they're at. I don't think there's mountains in our way. But if there is something, your pay, your, your pay slip from your work, not have, I want a better job, I want to be more prosperous, take that out, put it on the table. Say, here we go. Got too many bills? Take your bills out. And don't blame the devil. He's not the one who used your credit card. Take your credit card statements, stack them up, say, okay, now I'm going to talk to these bills. They're going to go in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Start, it said, whosoever shall say, say, that's, I don't want to look stupid talking to my wallet. Well, if you look stupid talking to a mountain, 
you may as well look stupid talking to your wallet and getting some multiplication or getting some prosperity inside your wallet. So talk to the... If you, Jesus said, talk to the mountain, talk to the wallet. Talk to your situation. COVID, talk to your... I got pain on my back, talk to the pain in my back. Get out in Jesus' name. I bind you, devil, and I cast you out in the name of Jesus. Leg pain, knee pain, head pain. It needs to go. It needs to be, as we resist the devil, the devil shall flee from you. This is what the Bible says. How did Jesus resist the devil? It is written. It is written. It is written. Third time around, devil says, I'm out of here. Devil doesn't like hearing the word of God preached as it is written. So he takes off. Get rid of the devil. Just start quoting the scripture. That's what Jesus did. It is written. It is written. It is written. Could the devil stick around? The devil was out. The third time. And the Bible says that angels came down and ministered. Devil, get out of the way because I want angels to begin ministering to myself, to my wife, to my family. Speak this way. So whatever you need to speak to, whatsoever thou say. I'm back in verse 23, Mark 11. Whatever you're going to say. And this is not name it and claim it. I don't, we can go down that street and I don't want to go down that I don't want to go down that road. That's not what I'm speaking about. I'm talking about what is required, what you and I need to have in our lives to serve God. It's not a bigger house or a third car. And I'm sure most of us know exactly what I'm saying. I'm not here to build up my kingdom here on this earth. Thy kingdom That's how Jesus taught us to pray. Thy kingdom, not my kingdom. God's kingdom. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Not my kingdom. Not my will. That's how Jesus taught us to pray. And when Jesus was praying on his knees in Gethsemane while his disciples were sleeping, that's how he prayed. Not my will, but thy will be done. Now I know this cup, Lord, you can take this cup and... Pass it on by. But he says, not my will, but thy will be done. That's how he taught us to pray, and that's how Jesus prayed. He says, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart. We spent time last week saying, how important is the heart? This is what we were reading in Hebrews. What's in your, and I'm not talking about the ticker that flows the blood, that pumps the blood around. The heart of man. Your heart, your central being. From here to here. It's all part of the heart of man. It makes you think, it makes you, it makes you act, it makes you react. This is what is the central, this is where all the activity is. It starts up in here. You don't move a foot until your mind says, move that foot. That's where it starts. What's in your belly? That gift that you're going to stir up, that gift that I'm stirring up in you this afternoon, what's in your belly? Because this is all, that's the heart of man. This is all, the, all, all this connected, what's inside of me. All this is all connected. I got peace up here. I'm going to have peace here. I'm going to have peace down in here. It's going to have peace up here. My stomach's upset. My mind's upset. When my mind's upset, it makes my stomach upset. He 
You see how it's all connected, all part of it? The heart, what's inside of you. Because I'm not talking about a specific organ. I'm talking about the heart of the matter, the central. What's inside of you. You don't doubt. I have no doubt. Can your heart doubt? Does your heart doubt or does your mind doubt? Even if your heart skips a beat, first thing, your heart goes, heart attack, 911. So you see how the mind is connected? The heart, the mind, the heart. All this works together. You'd have no peace up upstairs. We say that term. You have no peace up here. You're upset in your stomach. You're taking the pink, what do you call it, Pepto-Bismol, antacids, because you can't digest. This is what I'm getting at. I'm getting at, or what I want to get at today. So you can understand, this is not just something that you read and all oh, that was nice and you close the book and it remains superficially on the surface. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about something that you eat, something that you drink, something that you digest, something that you absorb, something that gets inside of you. It's going to make it right down to the cellular level. Can you get any more insight? Somebody put this verse up. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, if I'm not mistaken, or verse 14, you know which it is. You can't get any more inside than the marrow of your bones. And the word of God is quick, sharp, powerful. That's how inside, that's the inside of your insides. That's where you need the word of God to penetrate all the way in, all the way through. So that the word of God, when it's active, when it's inside of me, when I'm digesting it, when I'm chewing on it, more more, more, uh, it's more necessary than my food. No, that's how it goes. How does it go? Thy word is more than my necessary food, something like this. You know what I mean? That's how important it is. Somebody can put that up as Job made that comment. Uh, how the word of God needs to be I mentioned before how we, we need to cooperate with the Word of God to, to see it come to pass. And the, how the Word of God needs to be in you and I, how we need to apply it, not just believe it. Oh, yeah, one day, maybe down the road. One day after I die. Well, it's not going to do any good today after you die. Jesus didn't put us on this earth, or God, rather, didn't put us on this earth. He put man, he says, Adam, I know this was before sin, but he said, Adam, I give you dominion. Over all this earth, it's yours. Now, Adam, you messed things up when you sinned. But now that we come out of the blessing, Abraham, before he received the covenant from God, he believed God, and it was imputed unto him as his righteousness because of the way he acted and because of the way he proceeded with the word of God in the direction that God wanted him to go, in the direction that God wanted him to take. And he became the man who he was, father of many nations, God says, you need to change your name, Abraham. I don't know what Abraham means, but I'm going to call you Abraham, father of many nations. So whenever Abraham would introduce himself, him and his wife, Baron, he'd go up to, to the king, he'd go up to whoever, his neighbors. Hi, my name is Abraham, which means father of many nations. So can you imagine this? Here's Abraham going around, I'm father of many nations. Yeah, where's your kid? Abraham? You ever change a diaper yet? I'm not talking about Ishmael. That's the works of the flesh. I'm talking about God's promise, the works of the Spirit. 
I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. Job 23, 12. It's probably in the comments. There it is. Praise God. Let's get back to Abraham. Father of many nations. And they look behind him saying, where's the toddlers? Maybe they're in daycare? What's going on? That's how he put his faith, or that's how he put the promise of God, by faith, is what the Bible teaches us, by faith to work. Went around confessing, hi, my name's father of many nations. That's Abraham, in short. Hi, I'm strong. Shake my right hand. Hi, I'm strong. That's what the Bible says. You're either strong in faith or you're weak in faith. You're either going to put this to work. Say, well, my neighbors are going to laugh at me. Well, I'll let them laugh. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. He shall laugh at their derision. Let them laugh. Let them say, like I've said this so many times, it doesn't matter what they say. I don't know who they are, but they, they say, they say, they say a lot of things. It doesn't matter what they say. This is what's important. It matters to me what God has said. It matters to me what's written in the Word of God. It matters to me what's on these pages. This is what's important. This is priority. This is authority above everything else on the face of this earth. Are you with me today? Hallelujah. So what are we supposed to say? Well, say to this mountain, be thou removed. And be cast into the sea. And if you shall not doubt in his heart, that's where it is. Coming out of your mouth, your mind is working, your heart's working, your belly's working, that anointing that's stirring up in you. But shall believe that those things which he saith, there we go, saith again, shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now I've already read three says and I got one believe. So believing is important because there it is, there it is once. If you believe those things that you say, say those things. And if you believe those things that you say, I got one believe and three saves. So if I go by this scripture, by this text that I'm reading, it's important to believe and it's more important or to be professing, confessing. Like I said, Bible confession is never wrong. Anybody can repeat, anybody can get on and say, well, you know, just talk about what's obvious. What can be seen naturally in the flesh that's easy. And more than likely, you'll end up to be a murmurer. When my mouth in the flesh gets going, my, mouth, my wife is there to remind me, saying, you sound like an Israelite, murmuring. What do you got to murmur about? Uh, that's true. Thank God, 35 years in September, for a woman of God that will stop me from murmuring. You murmur, you just turn around in circles, circles. Every time you come around, you walk around, sir, there's the promised land. And you walk around, and there's the promised land. And you walk around, you know, there, oh, there's the promised land, Jordan River. And that's what happens. So rather than just going on and saying, you know, wife says, why are you complaining? I'm not complaining. It's raining. I'm just saying it's raining. Well, don't say something else. Confess. Say something that is going to be exhorting. Say something that's going to be uplifting. Say something that's going to be comforting. And I'm missing one. Exhort. Edify. Say something that's going to be edifying. This is how Paul taught the church. When you go to church, exhort, edify, comfort. Lift up the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let the weak say, I am strong. That's putting your faith. Amen. That's putting faith out there. And like I said, faith moves. 
Faith in motion. Faith moves forward. It's going to take me to where I've got to go. And the faith that you're hearing today, hearing from the Word of God, like I said, nothing. Recite, confess, stand up and testify. Okay, that's why I mentioned that the, the um, Live 365, the radio station, is preaching all the time. Sometimes people have their music radio on, and they hear these songs and such, but when you pay attention to some of these song lyrics, it's like, whoa, where did this come from? I don't understand. Writers these days, were where they're, well, I know where, they're, I know where it comes from because I'm at that part, I'm at this point in the message. I know where it comes from because what comes out of their mouth, you know what's in their heart. Not all the songs, but quite a few of them. So all, these, all the modern people coming up with these worship, to, worship songs, they call them and that, and I know what they're worshiping, but they're not glorifying or uplifting God. Where they're coming from is not in a way that will uplift me. So put the word of God. You can't go wrong with the word of God. That's basically what I'm trying to say. Sometimes we need the spiritual hymn. Don't get me wrong. I'm not canceling any of that. You heard the organ. You heard the strings, the drums. Tambourine. I had a tambourine going with my foot. Timbrel. The Bible says, I put one on. My hands are busy with sticks. I put one so my foot can play it so that we can make a joyful noise unto God. When I get to the source now, as I, as I come down to this, I'm going to read a couple of promises that we have. And I think we read this last week, but the Lord, in Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? That's a promise. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Well, how does that work? How do I, how do I get that into my life? Is it for me? Well, maybe it's not for me. No, God's not a respecter. The word of God, whosoever believeth, for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whosoever believeth, not the Catholic believers or the Mormon believers or Jehovah believers, no, whosoever believeth. That's why all those names, they mean nothing to God. Only name that means anything is Jesus. Someone say Jesus. In John 6, Jesus said, All the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. My sister Susie, praise the Lord. Glad to see you come join us. And anyone else if I missed, praise God. Brother John, Jesus, all in caps. That's the way to say it. You see what John wrote? J-E-S-U-S. All in caps. Randy, say it again. All in caps this time. Carol's got it. Jesus, all in caps. Susie, say it again. All in caps. Jesus. Sister Sharon, Jesus. Wendy's got it. All in caps. Trudy, retype that in. Jesus, all in caps. Kevin, I hope you know how to put an accent on a capital E. Same with Gloria. They're saying it in French. That's a tough one, how to get the accent on a capital E. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Jesus, there you go. Yorkton, capital, all in caps, J-E-S-U-S. That's who we lift up today. That's who's giving us, that's providing for us. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let's get into Romans chapter 10. I already said the one verse. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's verse 17. Verse 13, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Praise God. 
Look at all the comments. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. People checking out the Facebook saying, what's with these people? Sister Emily, J-E-S-U-S, from Hair Bay, capital. Praise God. Sister Sharon, there you go. Jesus. Now, now that sounds like you're shouting. You're not mad. People send me texts sometimes. Are they mad at me? It's all in capital letters. We're not mad. We're happy. Lifting up the name of Jesus. Amen. Everyone say Jesus. In the, in the house here today, say Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. That looks good. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We lift you up, Jesus. Thank you, my sister Carrie. Praise God. Lifting up Jesus. Caden, Jesus. Explanation mark, explanation mark. That means you're shouting. Randy, got, glad to see you got the caps capitalized. Praise God. Sister Pearl, Jesus, Jesus. I think Pearl's on to something. It's not Jesus once, it's Jesus twice. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Sister Elliot, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, praise God. Blessed be the name of the Lord, praise God. We thank you, Jesus. Lift up the name of Jesus, praise God. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, not ashamed of the name of Jesus today, praise God. Amen. To shout that name, hallelujah. To write it all in caps, praise God. Thank you for your word today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Pascal, Jesus, there you go. Hallelujah. Blessed. Blessed be his holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Romans 10. Hallelujah. Still more Jesus. Caden, triple Jesus. There you go. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Sonia, thank you, Jesus. Praise God, sister. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. All the days of my life, praise God. Hallelujah. Sonia's picture looks like the whole family that's there. Good to see you. Praise God. Kylie, got Jesus. Cosimo, Jesus, all in caps. Praise God. I'm not going on until you guys get done shouting Jesus. I'm not going to interrupt anybody praising Jesus. Hallelujah. I'll get some more water. Thank you, Jesus. Wendy, praise God. From Red Deer to Newfoundland, Sister Maxine. Praise God. Yes, John, I'll have a drink. Water. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Sister Carrie. Romans 10, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, so you have to confess. Or with your keyboards, I trust as you're typing in, it's the J-E-S-U-S, -S. confess with your mouth. The Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart. Inside of you, you got to believe it. Inside, make it work inside. It's, it's got to be in to come out. And in order for it to come out, you got to believe it. That God hath raised them from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So you need the heart. The sweetest name I know, Brother Kevin, praise God. 
Hallelujah. So with the heart and with the mouth. By whose stripes ye were healed. That's what Peter wrote. Confess the word of God. The word of God will drive out unbelief. The word of God will drive out doubt. Hallelujah. Because I'm putting, let there be light and there was light. That's how the word worked with God. Way back in the beginning. So I open up my mouth. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 12, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So I know what's in your heart. I know what's inside of you. I know what you're thinking. I know what's being stirred up when you open up your mouth. And something bad comes out. How can you who are evil speak good things? This is what Jesus was questioning in his day. So as you begin to speak and confess, your faith puts you into action. Faith moves forward. Faith becomes active. Faith gets put to work. We need our works. We're going to go into James in a few minutes. He said, walk by faith. That's, that you, that's, that's work. Doctor says, you go for a walk. Good for your health. Good for the heart. Walk around the block. That takes work. I don't feel like walking. It's too hot. I don't feel like walking. It's too rain. Too rainy. I don't feel like walking. I'm too tired. I don't feel like walking. I did too much work today. It takes takes work. If you want to do what the, what the doctor's telling you or doctors, whoever they are, whoever they are, it takes work. Walk by faith. You're working. Now faith. It doesn't, amen, works confession. We're going to go into the book of Joshua. I'm going to use this as an example, and we pretty well know. We've all read this passage before in Joshua chapter 6. But we're going to look at, in, in, I'm going to read two, three verses. We're going to look at works we're going to look at one works, two confession, and three the results. Joshua chapter six. Praise the Lord. Strong faith. That's what I'm after in all of our lives today. Joshua 6 and the third verse, they are, the children of God are receiving instructions. And ye shall compass the city, surround the city, all ye men of war, and go around about the city once. And you're going to do that for six days. Verse 4 says, now seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horns, and the seventh day ye shall compass the city seven times. And the priests shall blow with the trumpets. That's works. I haven't got any results yet. They could do all this work. And look what they're looking at. 
There's houses built on these walls. I don't know how big the houses are. I don't care how small the house is. It's got to be a big wall if there's houses on these walls. So if they're 12 feet thick, I don't know how high they are. Don't look at the walls. Look at the promise. And it shall come to pass. Hallelujah. And it shall come to pass. I'm in Joshua 6, verse 5. And it shall come to pass. I'm getting up off my behind in the flesh and my behind in the spirit. Because some of you got some spiritual behinds and all you do is sit on them behinds and you're not doing much. Come time to give, I don't know, maybe next week. Come time for your tithes, well, I don't know if I believe in that or not. Come time to testify, well, you know, might lose my job. There is work involved. I'm not talking, this is for people after you're saved. If you're not saved, stick with me, please. And I'm going to pray with you in a few minutes. This vision is for people who are already saved. We're not saved by works, lest any man shall boast, where we are saved by grace, which is the gift of God through Jesus Christ our Lord. That's a given. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9. Somebody put up verse 10 in the comments. Because then we are saved unto good works. Not only do we become his workmanship, but we are saved unto good works. So once you get saved, get ready to work. Not for your salvation. Salvation's free. You couldn't, you couldn't earn your salvation if you tried. You couldn't earn your salvation if you had money like Bill Gates. And his money is doing him no good. So, we're not, so, so don't take this out of context and do a misquote somewhere. Listen to this whole thing that I'm saying. Because these people were told, you get up, and this is what you're going to do. I'd be walking around that wall, be sitting there going, they all be laughing at me. All the Jerichoites, is that what they are? Jerichoans, whatever they are. All the Jerry's, they all be laughing at me, walking around the wall. Now oh, they're at it again, day two, look at them. Ha, 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 ha. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. He's going to laugh last. Day three, day four, and it shall come to pass. I don't know if I'd want to be in Joshua's shoes. Come on, folks. Day five. Let's go. And it shall come to pass. I'm kind of like in Joshua's shoes. Some of, some of us were facing circumstances. You're talking to your wallet. You're talking to your pay slip. You're talking to your, your ATM, your bank, whatever it is, your, your, the mountain that you're facing. I'm like, Joshua, come on. And it shall come to pass. Day six. Get to work. I don't see nothing yet. And it shall come to pass. Well, we're going to combine our works now with confession. Because he says, now they're going to start blowing the horn. And when you shall hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout. I don't know what they were shouting. But I got you shouting a few minutes ago. Jesus, all in caps, J-E-S-U-S. You were shouting. By faith, I could hear you. Out west, bouncing off the Rocky Mountains. In Silver Hills, bouncing off the hills. Up north in the Laurentians, bouncing off the Laurentians, wherever, bouncing. You're shouting, come on, and it shall come to pass. Time to shout. I haven't got nothing yet. Well, I didn't see, they didn't see anything 
until they shouted. They shouted before the walls came down. That's what I'm trying to say. This wasn't dead faith. This wasn't the devil's faith. This was strong faith. Day one. Day two. Day three. Day four. Day five. Day six. And day seven, walk around an extra six times. Not just the once. Do it six more times. And it shall come to pass. Hallelujah. There's the works, there's the confession, and there came the, revo- the results. If you don't like the word confession, profession, I don't want to sound like I'm Catholic, but you know what I'm saying, profess, confess that word. In James chapter 2, verse 17, it says, even so faith, if, now it becomes, there's the condition. If it hath no works, it's dead being alone. I got faith, but I have no works. Like I said, you're sitting on your behinds, whether it's in your flesh or in the spirit. You're sitting there like a lump on the log and other expressions that people can use. And you're not doing anything. Nothing's getting done. And nothing's being done on God's behalf either. Are you with me? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yep, James chapter 2, verse 17. If the faith does not have works, that faith is dead being alone. I don't want dead faith. Well, Lincoln, first you asked if we have weak faith. Weak faith is better than dead faith. Yes, you're right about that. So let's do away with dead faith. Let's do away with weak faith. Let's get some strong faith and make a difference in our lives today. For a man may say, verse 18, John 2, verse 18, uh, James 2, verse 18. For a man may say, thou hast faith and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works and I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well, verse 19. The devils also believe, and they tremble. I'm reading in James chapter 2. I'm going to look something up very quickly. Make sure this is right in my tablet. Refer to my old King James here. Book of Hebrews, chapter 2. Reading verse 18. Yes, I read that right. Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and they tremble. But wilt thou know? Remember last week we were saying what's going to hinder your faith is your lack of knowledge. Word of God is shut. You're not, you can't quote it. You can't recite it. You can't say it as it is written. So I'm, I'm in, making sure this knowledge is increasing. You're growing in the grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? James chapter 2, verse 20. 
Now we get back to Abraham. Brother Kevin put the number up. He says, 13 times around the wall. Somebody's doing the math. Thank you, my brother. Praise God. I'm just trying to do the math in my head. Was it really 13 times? I guess it was, seven and six. I didn't even think they walked around that many times. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of walking. That wasn't a small city. They weren't walking around the shed. They were walking around all of Jericho. Come on. And it shall come to pass. Praise God. Thank you, Kevin. Hallelujah. Praise God. As it is written, Sister Carol says, I'm growing. To God be the glory. Your household too, Dustin, Shane, Michael. Pray that household grows in the name of Jesus right now. Faith without works is dead. Now, they come back to Abraham now. Verse 21, was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Seest thou, as you read this, as you see this, as you hear this, you got eyes to see, ears to hear. Seest thou how faith, I've got this whole verse underlined, verse 22. Seest thou how faith wrought with his works and by works was faith made perfect, nothing missing, complete, made whole. That's what that word means. And by works was faith made perfect. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Hallelujah. I am made whole. Like I said, it doesn't matter if I got to talk against COVID, talk against diabetes, talk against stiffness, talk against headaches, talk against cancer. It doesn't matter what it is. I got the name of Jesus, and I saw all you people writing down that name. You know that name, too. We just need to put it out there and use, make the devil tremble, make the devil mad. It is written, and the devil doesn't stick around. Matthew chapter 4 and Luke chapter 4. We can see how Jesus went on the offensive with the word of God. It is written. Can you quote? Some of you have been in my meetings before where I pointed you out and said, it is written. Finish it. Finish what I just said. Uh, 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 mm, mm. We got to be quick. We got to be instant, in season and out of season. It is written. Then quote some scripture. Hallelujah. Do it right now. Wife, look at your husband. It is written. Quote scripture. Don't tell him to do the dishes. Quote scripture. Husband, look at your wife. Quote scripture, it is written. Whatever, whatever you want to say, whatever you need to say. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit of God. Amen. Quote some scripture, it is written. I'll give you some time. In case some of you want to quote a verse or two or a line. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. Surely goodness and mercy shall comfort me. Hallelujah. Quote some scriptures. Praise God. Just don't write, you know, Jeremiah 33, verse 3. Quote it. Call unto me and I will answer thee and I will show thee great and mighty things. Hallelujah. It is written. Devil, it is written. Get thee hence. And you notice the devil never argued with them. I don't like people. You give them scripture. Oh, yeah, but, you know, if you were Greek, well, I'm not Greek. That's why I have a King James. 
Well, my pastor said, well, I'm not quoting your pastor. I'm quoting what thus saith the Lord. You ever read, read Matthew chapter 4 and Luke chapter 4 and take note that the devil never argued with him. The devil came up with his false, you know, missing words or two. Yeah, doesn't it say? It is written. The devil never went into a debate. This is not a book of debates. Not creating vain philosophy and go into discussions that will destroy the spirit of God. It is written. Take it or leave it. Hallelujah. Some of you know what I was about to say. I still want to make that t-shirt. Take it or believe it. You have no choice. That's the way I say it. Take it or believe it. One or the, take it, believe it. There's, this is the way it is, the way it is written. Don't leave it. Don't reject it. God says you're rejecting knowledge. We looked at this three weeks ago. You reject knowledge, I reject you. Somebody asked me a question last week. I sent them Bible answers. I didn't send them anything. Lincoln said nothing. Bible verse, Bible verse, Bible verse. And he came back, he rejected it. Well, if that's the case, then I feel, I believe. I said, thank you for your opinion, but you're rejecting the word of God. You've just made yourself a reject of God. And then I gave him that verse in Hosea. May as well tell the truth. You reject God. God says, reject my knowledge. This is it, knowledge right here. I got a book full of knowledge. I got a book full of God. I got a book full of his words. Every word which is spirit. I've got a book full of spirit. I've got a book full of life. Come on. And that's how I apply it to my life. But God says, you reject that. God says, I will also reject you. In Hosea, somebody can put that verse up just as a reminder. It's in my passages here somewhere. I don't, I don't want to lose my place, but. It's in here somewhere. Somebody find it. Off the top of my head, it's not coming to me right now. Is it Hosea chapter 2? Or am I way off? Isaiah chapter 4, verse 2. I don't want to lose my place. Somebody put the, find it for me and put it up in the comments as a reminder. I don't want to be a reject. I don't want to be rejected of God. Come on. That's it, lack of knowledge. But in the next line, somebody read it. There it is. Because And where are you reading again from? Hosea 4, 6. There it is. It's in the comments. Thank you, sister. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. This is God talking. Be careful what you reject. Put CBC on and reject that. Put CNN on and reject that. Watch Justin. Watch Donald. In fact, you know what Donald told people? He says, people need to pray. This is the time to pray. People need to pray. I'm opening up the churches. If I was American, I'd vote for Donald. He's opening up the churches. He said, if there's a time for people to pray, it's now. Not getting into any doctrinal debates. We know that God here is not a sinner. I know that. But for a president, like I said, I prayed this way six weeks ago. I said, would to God there be a president? A week later, he, or, or, or a leader of the land, not just a president, prime minister. Pray for my prime minister, but ooh. And you better join me in prayer. Justin needs lots of prayers. And this week I heard Donald say, he says, I'm opening up the churches. It's essential. He's been saying what I've been saying for two months. My church is essential. My message, what I'm receiving today from God, not my message, Lincoln, but the, my message that I'm getting, the message I'm getting from God today is essential for the good of my soul, for the saving of my soul. And finally there was a man, leader, president of the United States that said, 
I'm opening up the churches again. Whether the mayors or the governors agree or disagree or what they, they at least they got the go ahead from almost the top. The top is Jesus. Jesus said, forsake not the assembly of the believers. So I was encouraged. Somebody on national or international television, because he has more than, I don't know how many people are viewing today. There might be 100 if I'm blessed. Thank God for 100 or so or more that are viewing. But I know Donald has a, President Donald has a lot more viewers. And when somebody with all those viewers says, it's time to pray, I trust people hit their knees. Get their knees, hit the floor rather. Get on their knees and begin to pray. Got to get to work. People don't go to, churches are closed, the stores are closed. It's Sunday, so here in Quebec, everything's closed. We're supposed to be. I don't think we're in phase two yet. Or phase three. People just wandering around. Don't have to go to work. Came across one of my, an employee that I had hired back in the days when his company that I had where he's working now. He says, are you working? He says, yeah, I'm working. Essential services. Well, good for you. Well, no, not really. He says, my friends who don't work, they're making more money than I'm making while they sit at home. But he said, I'm essential service. I didn't lose my job. It was hard for me to try to encourage him. We're in James chapter 2, verse 22. Pray for our leaders. That's the whole point of what I'm saying. And we have a leader in the United States that's asking his people to pray. Hallelujah. For James, who says, Seest thou how faith wrought with his works, and by works was faith made perfect? See, just the faith alone, you don't get the result. But faith with the right, kind, with the right works, works of God, God's instruction, faith and the works you achieve the results. You can't receive from God without faith. The Bible says that. You can't please God without faith. The Bible also says that. But now for faith, they meant to work, for faith to do something in your life. When we are quickened by the Spirit of God, it's up to you and I to respond. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Go. I'm going. Amen. Whatever God is saying, whatever instructions, he says, walk around. Brother Kevin says they walked around 13 times, 13 times. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. By the faith they had to see the results, the end results of the walls to come down. Yes, Lord. People today be remember, all 13 is an unlucky number. Good thing is not Friday. It's that's all people do. They, they're in their fleshly minds and something. They just, like I said, this is not a book of debates. Instruction, this knowledge comes from God. We're growing in it today. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 23, it says, and the scripture was fulfilled. It was fulfilled because Abraham believed. What did he believe? Abraham believed God. James chapter 2, verse 23, can someone say Amen. And the scripture was fulfilled, which saith Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. Ye see, then, how that by works a man is justified, and not by faith 
only. Likewise also was Rahab. Now we, talk, right, we, we read in Joshua chapter 6 about the walls of Jericho. James is making reference to Rahab. She lived on the walls. She was a harlot. She was justified by her works. When she had received the messengers or the spies and had sent them out another way. Now, verse 26 is very important. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. So now what, are we, what am I stirring up in you? How to act, how to react. With my faith, I cooperate with, his, with God's word. I cooperate with God, and I cooperate with his word. That means I'm a doer. I'm not just a hearer, but I am a doer of the word of God. God's instructions are for my prophet. It is not the will of God that any man shall perish. Any woman shall perish. This is what Peter wrote. So he's writing these things today. It's for the good of my soul. It's for the good of my salvation. It doesn't matter where I turn to. Instructions and examples of the Old Testament or life given to me in the New Testament through his blood. If I'm obedient, God's word is to my prophet. And the word of God which was preached unto them did not profit because it was not mixed. Somebody can repeat that verse. You already read it. We'll put it up in the comments again. Verse 2, Hebrews 4. I want the word of God. This is how the word becomes profitable to me. You can sit in church all your life and not see God do nothing. Not getting the right faith, not getting whether you go to church or even if you don't go to church. You're going to get from God as we get up. You got to walk around 13 times. Walk around 13 times. Start talking to your wallet. Start talking to the mountain. Stop, you know, start talking. And start doing. Because you need both. You need to confess. You need to testify. You need to uplift the name of Jesus. You need to speak out of the mouth. We looked at this. Or rather, out of the heart. What's in your mind is going to come out of your mouth. What's in you is going to come out of your mouth. Out of your belly shall flow rivers. It's going to flow out of your belly. It's going to flow out of your head. It's going to flow out of your mind. Hallelujah. One last example. John chapter 20. Thank you, Carrie. Hebrews 4.2. Read it again. For unto us was the gospel preached as unto them. But the word preached did not profit. I don't want to be wasting my time today. What I'm reading, what I'm hearing, I'm going to mix it in with my faith. Hallelujah. Make it profitable. I'm getting something. You getting something? Hallelujah. You at home, are you getting something today? Let me know. Testify it. Is this profitable or? John chapter 20, talking about Thomas. Listen, we're going to take a look at Thomas's physical, carnal, temporal, earthly faith, if you want to call it faith. 
The other disciples therefore said unto him, Thomas, they're addressing Thomas, their colleague, we have seen the Lord, but he said unto them, this was Thomas's answer. He goes, we've seen Jesus. Yeah, good for you. I don't think he believed them. Because when I read, he says, now, except I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. Well, what kind of... I have to pick my words wisely. What kind of a dumb confession is that? There you go. I will not believe. This is a good example. Thank God for Thomas. He became a preacher and a believing preacher, a missionary, a disciple, an apostle in his day, but he was going through a little bit of a valley here, a little bit of a stretch. He says, unless I do these things, if, 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 unless, unless, unless. In, Fr in, in French it said, if, 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 three times. In English it says, except. I see and accept. I put my finger. Now, eight days later, the disciples, they were in the same gathering place. Thomas was with them. Then, then comes Jesus, verse 26. The door is being shut, and he stood in their midst. He said, peace be unto you. I think they lost their peace when he showed up. Peter, didn't you lock the door? No, I thought John locked the door. No, James was supposed to lock the door. How do you get in here? Peace. Peace, my disciples. I am the door. I don't need to go through the door. I'm not the same. I'm not the same now as when I was laid into the grave. I've come out a different person. Peace be unto you. I just pictured them all nervous. Thomas breaking out into a sweat. Thomas doesn't even get a chance to apologize. Jesus says, peace be unto you. Then he tells Thomas. So he goes right to the point. We're discussing the weather, prophecy. Peace be unto you. Then he says to Thomas, Thomas, reach hither. Now the faith of Thomas is going to become... What's the word I should say? He's going to see the light. His faith is going to be loosed in a way, but he's got to go to work. Jesus says, come here. Here's Thomas starting to walk by faith, not by sight. Oh, now I see him. Yeah, I know Peter and James and John and sons of Zebedee and Math Math Matthias, because I guess Matthias was voted in by then, and, or maybe he wasn't. Whatever. He says, I guess all these people, they had, they, there was 11 witnesses, I should have believed, because here he is right now in the flesh and in blood. Flesh and blood. So he puts, Thomas gets into action. He goes, reach, he says, Thomas, reach hither thy finger and behold my hands and reach hither thy hand and thrust it into my side and be not faithless. Is that up in the comments? 
Somebody, sister, would you mind putting that verse up? Just the one I just read, verse 27. But the be not faithless, put it all in caps. Uh, I don't know if Facebook can make you, if you can put it in red and then underline it. Because Jesus, we already read, Jesus said, have faith in God. Now Jesus looks at, and this man has been nicknamed throughout the ages as a doubting Thomas. So here he tells doubting Thomas, come here, I want you to do this, do that, do, do, what, you have, do what you have to do. And be not faithless. I want to see that in the comments with a big B. Or just put be not faithless. Somebody, otherwise, you can help our sister and just type this in all. And be not faithless, but believing. Are you faithless today or are you believing? And Thomas answered and said unto him, my Lord and my God. I think he began to believe in his heart, believe it in his mind, see it with his eyes. And out of his heart, out of his belly, my Lord and my God. He made the right confession. Confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, and ye shall be saved. When Thomas's faith was put in was made right. Let me go with it. Let me go with that. When the faith of Thomas was made right, what came out of his mouth? My Lord and my God. Thank you, sister. Be not faithless. Kwesi, thank you, brother. Be not faithless. Others are writing, I am believing. Even before you see it, there was 10 that believed. Judas was gone. There was 11 left. There was 10. Even before they, they believed. They said, we've seen the Lord. And Thomas was there. I haven't seen him yet. I don't know what Thomas was doing or Thomas was up to. But Jesus had to come and make his faith right. And Jesus gives him the message, be not faithless. That's my message. Took me an hour and a half to get there, but that's the message. Be not faithless. Not weak in the faith. Be strong in the faith if you would. Be not faithless. Now write this down. We looked at the blessings of Abraham. I'm going to read one more passage. So stick with me. Within five minutes, we're going to pray. I'm going to read one more passage. We're talking about the blessings of Abraham, which belong to us because he's our father in the faith or father in faith. Or which are of faith. That's what the Bible, I think that's King James, the way he words it. But you can't get the blessings of Abraham, which is promised. That's our promise. You can't get the blessings of Abraham with the faith of Thomas. I'm talking about faith in verse 25. Verse 28, when he said, my Lord, my God, that his faith was fixed up. His faith was strengthened. Or he got faith. Jesus said, don't be faithless. Before he was faithless, I don't believe. Let's like touch it, see it, feel it, handle it, taste it, smell it. I got to start talking to the mountain. I don't see it moving. Keep talking to the mountain. Keep talking to your wallet. Keep talking to your, whatever you've laid before you, your stack of debt. So I'll try it. Don't try it. You have it by his stripes. I'm not trying to get healed. Ye were healed. That's the blessing, the promise. Because he believed, it was imputed unto him. Do you believe? Then begin to confess. Confess. 
Hallelujah. God's word is for everyone today. I'm not just a trier. I'm a doer. I'm not just a hearer of the word of God. I'm a doer of the word of God. And God's word works for me. The blessings of Abraham comes with the faith of Abraham. This is what we read earlier. They who walk also in the steps of Abraham. What came after that? But who also walk in the steps of that faith. There's what I, I knew I was missing something. That's the faith that I want you to have today. That faith. All kinds of faith in this world. But that faith, today I'm talking about a very specific faith. Excuse me, the faith of our father, Abraham. I said I'd pray in five minutes. I got two left. Galatians chapter 3, verse 7. This was Abraham's faith. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. And the children of Abraham are blessed. Verse 8. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all nations be blessed. The blessing that I have, the blessing that I will receive today, comes with that faith, the faith that Abraham had. Call those things which were not as if they were so. Someone can put that in the comments. I don't think we read that this week. God's word is true. It's veritable. It doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what the neighbors think. Well, you know what I think. You've been listening to what I think for two hours. So you know what I think. But what's important is what God has said. What's important is comes out of the mouth of God. It's not like I said, your opinion. Yeah, well, thank you for your opinion, but your opinion doesn't count. I don't mean to be mean or belligerent. Forget your opinion. What counts is God's word. God's word works for me. Nothing else. So I put that to work. That's what I'm confessing. That's what I'm believing. If I got to confess it every morning, look in the mirror. I am fearfully, wonderfully made. Thank God. I'm good the way I'm at. Amen. Good the way, whatever. You know, don't feel bad about yourself. Don't look at your circumstances. Except get out of them. You got to walk around 13 times confessing, shouting, confessing, making some noise. Hallelujah. Do that, amen, till we begin receiving, till we begin, um, till we begin partaking of the promises of God. And then don't, forgive him, don't forget to give thanks. Hallelujah. Serving and praising God for the blessing. Weak faith or strong faith today? We heard what Jesus said. Have faith in God and be not faithless. That's directly what Jesus, as it is written directly from the word of God, that's what it says. And I thank God today we were able to take the time to open and we were able to take the time to read every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. It's there for you and I. New Testament, Old Testament, doesn't matter what it is, doesn't matter what markers, doesn't matter what markers you have, what you've underlined, God's word works. 
when you work with God's word. If you don't know what it is, you heard, you heard the confession of Thomas. He said, my Lord and my God, I want to make sure that every one of you are able today to confess my Lord and my God, Jesus Christ. That's when salvation is. That's when, how salvation belongs to you. So don't log off or don't leave us. I want to pray with you and I want to pray for you. It's time to confess. For those of you who know what salvation is, you have a Lord and Savior, which is Jesus Christ. Well, you can move on to the next step and start confessing the need that you have in your life. And we have needs, and this, this country has needs. If you live in this country, you got needs. And be it at work or at school or whatever the systems that we're involved in and such. We need to have the front doors of this church unlocked. Front doors are locked because they want to locked. People find their way in because there's more than one way in through the front doors than through the front doors. I thank those that are with me this afternoon in the house of God and all those of you who have joined me online. But before we leave, I want to pray. In 30 seconds, I'm going to pray. You need to confess today. Repent of your sins. This is where life comes from. And you don't confess to a man or a woman. You can, only God can forgive you of your sins. A man or a woman, doesn't matter what they say or do or hocus pocus, that doesn't work. That's religion. It's not scriptural. It's not biblical. It's not godly. You repent of your sins. You ask God for his mercy. God will bestow upon you his mercy. You will be washed of your sins by the blood of Jesus Christ. Salvation will be you after making this confession, after making this prayer. You will be able to walk in newness of life. Then comes sanctification. Don't sit there and say, well, I'll pray when I stop smoking. You'll never, it doesn't work that way. You pray, then you stop. You confess, and then you see the results. Well, when I stop fornicating, when I, when I change jobs, when I grow up, when I've lived my life, when I turn 55, well, I don't promise you 55. It doesn't matter if you're 35. I don't promise anybody 55 unless you've already got to 55. I don't promise you tomorrow. So don't put it off. Today is the day. Now is the time. Those verses can be put up in the comments of salvation. And that's how I'm going to pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, perchance, even if there be one right now listening to me, Lord, there be more than one, but even if there's just, just one that's coming to a Savior, coming to a risen Savior, a risen Lord, to confess today, Lord, have mercy upon me, a sinner, to confess with my mouth and my heart. That's what you need to do. Confess with your heart and your mouth that Jesus is Lord and make him Lord of your life. Right now, Lord, I pray that if someone is saying those words, Spirit of the living God, you will come into their life right now as they accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Darkness, sin, filth, habits, perversions, sickness, out in the name of Jesus. If any man be in Christ, if any woman be in Christ, they are a new creature. And I'm praying for new creatures today in the name of Jesus. Praise God for the decision that's being made right now. The best decision a man and a woman can make before the day they die. 
to call upon the name of the Lord and to confess. Believe it in your heart, in your soul, in your mind. Confess it. It's coming out of your mouth. Your tongue is moving. Moving. Give him praise, give him glory, give him honor. Recognize that you were born in sin. Born in sin and trespasses. But only Jesus Christ can take you out of that miry clay. Take you out of that pit of sin. Destined for hell. Fire and brimstone. But Jesus Christ can turn you around as Lord of your life. You head into a direction that leadeth unto life. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name, if there be one, hallelujah, they be on their knees right now. Every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. Do it now. You're going to do it. If you do it after you're dead, it's too late. It's just an acknowledgement. That's all it is. If you do it now, it becomes life. It becomes saving grace right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters. In the name of Jesus, we've looked at what we have to say. Be not faithless. Have faith in God. The word of God is going to go to work. If we're talking to mountains, mountains are going to move. In the name of Jesus. If we're talking to our wallets, to our bank books, to our refrigerator, to the gas gauge in our tank, to the position that we're in, restrictions, have our work closed, whatever. Lord, we're going to start talking. We're going to start moving. Faith moves forward. Thank God for that direction. I'm heading unto life. Hallelujah. Endure unto the end, for the same shall be saved. I'm enduring. I got to walk around once, twice. I got to walk around 13 times. I'm enduring. And it shall come to pass. Lord, not right now. In the name of Jesus, I pray that whatever the need is, it shall come to pass. Right now, in the lives of my brothers and sisters, they've got property that needs to be sold. They want to move. They want to upgrade, downgrade, smaller, whatever it is, Lord, that their life be a blessing. Not the tail, but a head. Not a cursing, but a blessing. This is the promise that your children have. And I thank God today that we are being made a partaker of it today because we believe and I confess it as we call upon you now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Offerings which we have received the past couple of weeks. So look at the envelopes and the slips that have come in, Lord. Last week I didn't present the basket, so we've got two weeks worth of offerings and tithes. Lord, as I, give, as I lift this up to you right now, in the name of Jesus, our tithes and our offerings, they're being multiplied. The postal service, oh, it doesn't work. I don't know if I should mail. Banks are closed. I don't know if checks will work. Lord, Lord the, the children of God are finding a way to serve you. And I know your word is faithful. Your word is true in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Find a, a way. You find a way to bless them as it is written. Open up the windows of heaven that there shall not be room to receive as it comes, as it's being poured into our bosom, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Press it down. Shake it together. Let it be running over. In Jesus' name, give, and it shall be given, Lord. We put our faith to work. There's the work. There's a basket full of works, offerings that have come in during the week. And I thank God today, praise God, as I see it as it is written. Lord, you spoke it. Lord, you said it. It's coming. To, it shall come to pass. It's coming to pass in the lives of my brothers and sisters right now. 
in Jesus' name. I trust you stood with me to pray. I forgot to ask you, if you're not standing, please stand with me. Out of respect, I'm talking to God. Hallelujah. You've been sitting for two hours. Get up. There's no organ playing, no guitar playing, but stand and lift up holy hands like the Bible says. Look up from whence cometh your help. Look up unto the Lord. Confess. Say something. You don't need to write in the comments now. You're talking to God. You're not talking to me anymore. You're talking to God. The fruit of your lips giving thanks. So the comments can stand still for a minute or two. Talk to God. Unless you want to write to God, but faster to talk to God. In your heart. What's in that belly? What's in that mind? What's in the heart of man? What's in the heart of woman right now? What's, in, what's inside of you? All of it. The belly. What's making your blood flow? What's making your members move? Your thinking? Your thoughts? Your insides? Right, to, right down to the marrow. The word of God is quick. And I'm praying it into the marrow of my brothers and sisters right now in Jesus' name. Some of us have been working throughout. We've been blessed. We need strength. Better contracts. So we can serve you. As you want to be served, Lord. Hallelujah. That's my prayer. That's what I decree right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That's my prayer. That's what I declare. Anyone coming to Christ right now, Lord? I thank God for this blessing. Praise God. Say, here I am. Talk to God. Say, here I am. Take me, Lord. Choose me. Make me a choice. I don't want to be a reject. Choose me right now so I can live unto eternal life. I don't know how to pray. Well, that's how you pray. Just talk to God. I'm tired of being a sinner. I'm tired of trespassing. I'm tired of darkness. I'm tired of this world. I want to walk in newness of life. I want to walk in the light while there is light. And that light is Jesus Christ. That's how you pray. I trust I've been able to lead you into prayer and get you to pray that with me. Praise God. Any questions, any comments? You want to know more what to do now that you're saved? Don't look for a church. Look for God. Look for the Word of God. Sometimes we get too religious all of a sudden and we end up in the wrong place. You've heard the Word of God preached today. Be a blessing unto you. Get a Bible. Fall in love with the Word of God. Fall in love with the Bible. Every word which proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Begin reading. If you want to know what to read, get a hold of me. I'll send you some scriptures where it's good to start. If you haven't read the Bible for a while, it's good to start in John chapter 3. Write it down. Somebody can put that in the comments. John 3, Romans 6, Romans 8, Ephesians chapter 2. Good places to start reading with the Word of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you so much for listening. Share this link with your friends and family so that they too can be blessed with the Word of God. Thank you so much for joining with me today. And I trust that, well, like I said, faith moves forward. we got faith in action. I trust today that our faith is not weak, but we are strong in the faith. You can confess that now. And if somebody could put up other links too so that people can click and find out more of what they need to be, get more of the Word of God. That's all they need to find out. Get more of the Word of God. Put that up in the comments for me. Praise God. Thank you so much for joining with me. My name is Lincoln. You're listening to That's the Truth. Praise God. Everyone, be blessed. I love you all in the Lord. Praise God.
Well, I trust the word of God has blessed you today. God has given us a generous portion of our daily bread. All the glory be unto God. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Remember, you can see the video and audio files of this teaching on our YouTube channel, That's the Truth, as well as our Facebook page, Link with God. Please share these links with your friends and family so that they too can be blessed. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Stay tuned. There's a lot more of the word of God coming right up. My name is Lincoln, and you're listening to That's the Truth.